1: This is TalkSport Daily.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. Wow, where's the week going? Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And obviously, you can check me out on drive time, Tuesday to Friday from 4pm. Obviously, I'm back later on today, or I was earlier on today at 4 with Darren Bennett. Anyway, let's begin the podcast, shall we? Yes, get on with it. And of course, we begin with the Champions League, where Man City scrape past Atletico Madrid to reach a massive semi. Here's the fallout on Talk Sport. The game you're about to see is the most stupid, appalling, disgusting and disgraceful exhibition of football possibly in the history of the game. A
1: multitude of yellow cards, of red mist and bad feeling, but the bottom line is a nil-nil draw, the feistiest you could ever wish to see. Is enough for Manchester City to make it through to the semi-finals. Somebody somewhere has to do something about it because players were going down, players were getting injured and it all looked very deliberate to me and it all looked like something that Simeone was trying to fashion. Rather than playing football, he wanted to weaken the opponent by injuring them. That cannot be be right the good news is Manchester City are through Fight! Fight!
4: Fight! and I heard Adrian Durham's rant afterwards Adrian I'm sorry I cannot get in line with you on this one right what and what Athleti did right was the dark arts it was black belt in dark arts They got two black belts in the dark arts. They know exactly what they're doing. They pushed Men's City to the limit. Credit a city. Well done. Because that was a tough night. That's one of the toughest nights Men's City will ever, ever have.
1: And there is a 16-18 man skirmish down by the corner flag whilst Foden... Life-stricken, receiving treatment on the touchline. So a yellow card for Savic and a red card for Felipe! Felipe sent off! We have
0: to adapt because when a team played like Atlético Madrid in the second half and we could not have the ball and our build-up was a little bit without intention because it's 1-0, the Champions League, we are not used to play this competition much. It's the third time in our history just to win semi-final. And uh, yeah, we felt a little bit the pressure and Atlético Madrid was brilliant in the second half. but. We are in semi-finals and for our club, it's an incredible achievement.
1: Felipe's a lucky boy here because he makes no attempt at all. He's never winning the ball when Foden gets the flick and he's just... Clattered in the back of Phil Foden. Phil Foden got headbutted. Now that referee had sent that Philippe off in the first half. That would have never stemmed to all that what went on in the second half. It was an absolute disgrace. And that manager and that team should be embarrassed of themselves. It was a was disgrace.
4: A, no, it was not a disgrace. It was, was a disgrace. The, the, look, the referee's there to referee. There may well be some repercussions, okay? It's not the worst thing we've ever seen. It was the dark arts to the absolute maximum tonight. And that's what Simeone has, Simeone has created. You don't need it, Jace. Yep. Don't need it. We've ended up having 10 minutes of injury time, Brilliant. which got completely spoiled oh, of that... just complete nonsense. Let's go Madrid what, running wait. around trying to kick people. Theater. Like Grealish. Theater. Grealish drama. is not even on the pitch. He's Unscripted drama we saw tonight, right? Phil Foden right. getting dragged off. They
1: nearly scored with 10 minutes. I understand that you were trying to do everything you can to win a game, but this crossed the line tonight. And certainly the last ten minutes, uh, honestly, it wasn't a game of football. And City got embroiled in it, got caught up, and they couldn't play their natural game. And they probably wasn't allowed to because Atletico were literally smothering them in every opportunity.
4: I think Simeone should be ashamed of himself. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do. I think tonight he showed why he's not at a, a, a big football club like a Liverpool, like Real Madrid, like Barcelona. I hear it. See a football match, <laughs> right, I, I saw you a, saw an what, MMA I, event. I saw I saw. I, what, I just paid pay per view nine ninety five. What's st- your team? I literally saw something out of a, an old film. Right, the way they used to play football back, running around, grabbing one another, pulling hair, diving. But punching, honestly, give it look, look, credit to City. That's a tough gig. They done brilliant tonight. City will play
2: Real Madrid next. Liverpool also threw to the semi finals after a 3 3 draw at home to Portuguese side Benfica. A 6 4 win on aggregate for Jurgen Klopp's men, who will face Villarreal in the last four.
0: I know we will talk about the game and the things we've happened, the goals we conceded, and all these kind of things. But on a day when I'm, I'm not over the moon about qualifying for a Champions League semi final, then something is
1: really wrong. Maybe it would be the right time just to quit.
2: Now, Man United appear to be edging closer to appointing Ajax boss Eric Ten Hag as their new manager. And if you don't believe me, here's your proof. Q reporter Alex Cook. Hold on, Q, that's snooker, isn't it? Oh, I see what you've done there. TalkSport
5: reported last week that Eric Ten Hag was Manchester United's preferred candidate to become their new manager. It was a straight shootout between the Dutchman and Maurizio Pochettino. The move is a big step closer to fruition after Ten Hag reached a verbal agreement on a three-year contract with the option of a fourth. We're not expecting any formal announcement, at least until after Sunday's Dutch Cup final as a mark of respect to Ajax. In terms of his backroom staff, members of Ajax's existing coaching setup up will accompany Ten Hag to Old Trafford. That will be part of the £1.7 million compensation package the United will have to pay Ajax. And there's also talk of some former Red Devils heroes joining Ten Hag, the likes of Sir Alex Ferguson's former number two Steve McLaren and their ex-striker Robin Van Persie. I think the United hierarchy
2: are keen to have some kind of link to their glorious past. On now to West Ham boss, David Moyes, ahead of their crunch match in the Europa League quarterfinal with Lyon tonight. The Tigers, of course, won one after the first leg and it's arguably one of the biggest matches in the club's history. Here's David Moyes' vibe before the game.
0: When you get to these stages, I think the be-all and end-all is the result, isn't it? Because there's no no point in saying your performance was very good. I've got to say Chelsea's performance was excellent, but ultimately, you know, uh, I think the... You know, you always look for the result. You want to get through and you want to qualify.
1: They did allow Tongi and Dombele an equaliser, but they've got a positive result to take to France next week. They're still very much in this in the face of the adversity tonight.
0: 1-1 at this stage in this competition is a a really powerful position to be in. You know, we've we've got a wee bit of toughness about us, which I think we can show. We played for 45 minutes with 10 men. So let's see what we can do when we get eleven men. I think we've probably showed our best qualities at times in this tournament, in Seville especially and at home against Seville. I think we've played very well in both games. We have to do that. It's undoubtedly a big game, undoubtedly a really tough game. But I think we've I think we've been good this year when we've we've been challenged against Manchester Cities, Liverpool's, Chelsea's. When we've been challenged we've in the main we've rose to the challenge. So let's hope that we can do that again.
2: On now to a Man City fan calling in to talk to give a piece of his mind to Simon Mony jordan
5: the Trouble with Man City fans is unless you say everything that they agree with, then they start to turn around and say you're disrespecting their club. Brilliant football team. Fabulous team it's to watch. Brilliant players. The but they spend a lot of money on it. And all of a sudden, they get upset and start Steve, crying you, because Steve, you make
3: an observation. What do you want to say to Simon on that? You crying? Just, uh, Simon Jordan always disrespect man <laughs> what a load of old show, tosh and I'll, yes you do and what you do plan, I do okay give me an example pos- of disrespecting
5: you you cheat you like, which right you did there, in 2011 dude. and got sanctioned no, hang like, on
3: hang on you've asked Steve for an example uh, Steve give me an example of Simon disrespecting your football club well, like you say, Jim, you can't get a word in with the man, can you? Because he thinks he's God. Well, go on then. <laughs> well, you just you, you just do. You disrespect Man City. Well, we'll oh, give me an example, dead. Steve. You disrespect that club. You we'll give I'm me an example. You of examples. You're just a nasty, bitter man when it comes to. Well, man City. give me an okay,
5: Steve. Give me money. an example of how I've disrespected your club. Because I'm Wait, happy to be told. What have you said this morning? What have I you said? Don't
3: like this you don't know like that because it's Manchester. No, I didn't. I, I didn't say it's anything it's
5: about disliking Manchester. I said they're a brilliant football team.
3: Ask the Man sat next to you, you Know what you say about Man City No, but I'm asking
5: you, Steve, because you're the one but that's I'm, I'm saying that I'm bitter, nasty I'm little man, and fair. I'm making observations about your are. club, you and what you're doing... You and you do is... all the time. Well, give me an example, to, Steve. You if, you're if you're going to
3: criticise somebody... So... Fair play, listen to me a minute. You never, I can, No one can ever get a word you. Well, go on, you. then. You, you disrespect Man City all the time. Well, give me an example, then. It's money. They've all got money, and you don't like it because you're nothing to me. You're just somebody that sits in a studio slagging off Man City.
5: I, I, like I, I, think, I think I think what you need to do, that. Steve, is you need to get past your victims and inferiority complex and listen to your what people victim, say. You're your a brilliant victim. football club with a brilliant team, and you've bought yeah. and paid for it. Where's and the disrespect like in it. that?
3: You don't like it. You like that. I stuff. couldn't care the less. Last guy that was on the last guy that was on. Turned on and said, "We never have to be invested in," and because we are, people like you don't like it. I couldn't care less. Steve, listen. Um, what's your takeaway from your discussion with Simon, which got a bit heated? So just just my opinion of him is exactly what he's been since he's been joined the show. And when it comes to people having money, he doesn't like it. And I don't like the man at all. I think he's <laughs> horrible to listen to.
2: Now, was Luka Modric's assist the other night? All that. Well, of course, yes, it was. Incredible, obviously. Here's a number of TalkSport presenters praising the Croatian's talent. Starting with DB, Darren Bent, who used to play alongside him at Spurs, don't you know? I do, of course, because he never stops going on about it.
4: It's like he had about six eyes. Like you'd, you'd go, you try and tackle him from the right hand side, like pop up behind him. Yeah. you take the ball to his left and then his first couple of yards were electric. He was gone. Then you go, right, let me show him on the left. He'll go with his right. And as you saw last night, he didn't necessarily have to get the ball onto his mm-hmm. left foot to pick a
0: pass outside of his boot.
1: <laughs> teases it down for Modric over the top from him and right footed, he's volleyed in by Rodrigo. And Real Madrid have got the goal that throws them a
0: lifeline.
5: By the way, we might just have seen the best pass in a decade.
3: Modric.
0: Yeah. He's fabulous.
5: He is magical.
3: Oh, How about that
5: for a statement? That was, it might be the yeah. best pass in a decade. It broke my heart, but what a, what a
0: pass. When you're up against the wall and you're not quite sure what's going to happen, teams like Real Madrid, they somehow find a way. They have these players the step up in moments where, you know, let's face it, as he said after the game, Luka Modric, they were dead, they were were dead and buried, and Chelsea had them. And yet these world-class players produced this world-class pass.
3: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
2: Now, Kenny Shields, the Northern Ireland women's football manager, has issued an apology after saying that female players are more emotional. He has been heavily criticised after making the comments following the defeat to England. On TalkSport, Laura Woods and Shabana Hearn gave their view on his ridiculous comments.
3: It's not good. I mean, it paints women in an emotional light. And to be fair, I I can always say as a woman that I'm an emotional person, but I'm not a footballer. You know, I'm, I'm not a professional footballer. I'm very close to them. My twin sister is a professional footballer and she wasn't actually offended by his comments. She didn't take them to heart. However, her partner, who's the Republic of Ireland captain, is absolutely outraged. So it's just something that I think to see, to paint women as emotional when it comes to conceding goals is just, it's just not fair. It's actually not correct and it wasn't correct in last night's performances. I'm hoping not to react in too much of an emotional way for Kenny to, to digest this one. Um, I think I've seen more teams in football capitulate um, across a broad spectrum of, of games, the men's and women's. I don't really think it's got anything to do with emotion necessarily. What I do think it might have something to do with is that England are ranked eighth in the world. Northern Ireland are 46th. So I'm just going to say that perhaps that's got something to do with your team getting pumped by the Lionesses, perhaps. I think that's a really silly observation to make. I don't think it's going to go down too well. You're counting
2: to 10 in your head, aren't you, Laura? I'm
3: counting to 10. <laughs> just my my emotions might get the better of it's, me. It's a
2: bad take, isn't it, Ali? I've like, don't, don't think... been in many teams that have
3: capitulated oh.
5: when
2: we've conceded one. Oh. They've conceded two, three, four. So ridiculous statement there.
5: i
3: tell say who's not going to appreciate it, his players. I oh, no. don't think his players are going to appreciate that. Maybe it's got more to do with the way you're <laughs> managing your side, Kenny. Well,
2: that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Of course, I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show from 4pm today. Straight after us, it's Leon against West Ham. Europa League quarterfinal final second leg. That's live on Talk Sport. While over on Talk Sport Two, from five forty-five, you've got PSV against Leicester in the Europa League thing. Which no one really cares. At eight PM, it's Rangers against Braga Braga There will, of course, be another one. of These Anne in Talk Sport Daily podcast at first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get. It. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That
3: was
1: a podcast from Talk Sport.